0: Good morning and welcome um to episode 190 I think it's 191 One?
1: yeah I think it's 191
0: Episode 191 of the Probably. Sunday Conversation podcast mm-hmm. Um 191 Shout too. out to our sponsors but bro guess they got freaking One Stop Convenience got actually, they smashed in through Taco Casa, and smashed in through the one stop, then smashed in to the office and stole a bunch of money and about ten thousand dollars worth of cigarettes. So, I am
1: um, I am not surprised at all, Ben. I mean, that is obviously really shitty that that happened. But three
0: uh, three folks that worked, for, uh, for oh, actually, one of them worked for one week at the Taco Casa, then he quit. And then um get this one. This is interesting. Uh, should I just say the rest of the stuff first? This is the Sunday <laughs> Conversation podcast. Yeah, exactly. it's hosted Perfect. by us. Perfect. Um, and dude, so the kids came in like like 2 days prior to to breaking into the store. Yeah. And they the one kid was wearing the exact same thing. So, a. when Trev saw the camera, when he saw the camera footage, yeah. the, like, three days prior, the kid was wearing, like, a very distinct hoodie and brand new white shoes. Yep. Yeah. And he just pulled up the video from the Friday or whatever, you know, whenever it happened. I think it happened on a – maybe it happened on a Friday. He pulled up, like, the video on a Wednesday. And it was the kid where it was wearing the exact same clothes. Like – and the other two pit the other two people that robbed the store were also there that day.
1: I, I'm sorry if you said this. I was I was looking at something while I was listening to you. Did you say how
0: old this kid is? Roughly? Uh I would say like in uh, I mean I, it was an adult. It was not like a teenager.
1: Okay. So or, so early twenties. Um.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's like you know, just like brand. That was a brand new drive-through window. Then they used to have. It used to be one big open building. Yeah. But since they put the taco casa in, they had to put like one of those glass partitions in. Yeah. So they came, you know, from the left side of the building, th- broke through the brand new drive-through window, broke through the brand new glass partition, and then smashed into all the registers and broke into. Um, the cigarette cabinet, which they had just gotten their core Mark order, uh, the day before. So they think, they think it was kind of like a planned attack and uh, they took,
1: it's, it's crazy the amount of this that's going on. I saw a liquor store, uh, or one of my accounts showed me a video of a liquor store from Norwalk and like liquor stores get broken into all the time here and it's happening more and more, but like, usually it's at night, you know, it's usually like a smash and grab type of deal. This dudes fucking came in with guns in the middle of the fucking day and been robbed the place, like, like at gunpoint. And I guess... I wonder if I can find an article about it. Total Wines in Norwalk uh, has gotten robbed twice this year for, like, upwards of, like, 300 grand
0: worth well, of product. Well, Aaron, what... The, the worst thing that ever happened to society is when they stop... What was, like, the petty theft? They're like, oh, yeah, if it's up to a $1,000, like, we're no longer, like, crim- criminally going after people? Yeah, well, like... A, do you know how many lo- things are under a $1,000 that, like, are, you know, important to people? Uh, I guess so. I mean, or, or, I mean I, like, I am I guess I'm just saying, like, do you know how many things in a store... C- like would add up to a thousand dollars before, like, oh yeah, you know, like just like, a like convenience it's, it's...
1: store and shit. But the,
0: th- but the thing is, it's I don't. Uh, the thing is, is
1: I don't think that the, I don't think that the mindset is like, let's go in and steal up to a thousand dollars. It's like, okay, well, if they're not going to prosecute anything under a thousand dollars, we're just going to go rob the place because, like, chances these,
0: are they're not going to prosecute.
1: Yeah, because I would like... say nine and a half times out of ten, they're probably not even catching these fucking people. I mean, you know, it's just, unless, unless they're complete morons. Right. And like, right. Like that situation. Right that bra- I just, yeah. Right, right. Exactly. Say
0: oh, exactly what you just said. Same car, same outfit. Yeah, right. You know, and that maybe that's even, um, another like thing to say about it in terms of just like, look at the stupidity. That's yeah, they're like,
1: idiots. They're yeah. fucking idiots. Like they, they, uh, the, um, uh, the but, uh, but there's also one other thing I meant to bring up. There is like, in as it pertains to total wines and like you know the shit that you see online with like kids robbing Apple stores and shit like that. Like these major corporations have just said, like don't like don't chase them, don't try and stop them because they're just get you know they just file insurance claims and they get their money back. So they right. don't care.
0: So that was the thing I had asked, and that and that's another problem, which it's not. Yes, the insurance is there and it helps, but it's like if his deductible is like $10,000, yeah, well, that means he loses Jews. all the, yeah, he's like, all the SIGs are gone for 10 grand
1: or, or whatever oh, it may and be. And they're, and they're gonna, they're just gonna uh, raise your premiums the next time your policy needs to be renewed. Right.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, actually, dude, like people, th- people think the Trailer Park Boys wasn't like um, a good prediction of like, you know, reality and, and the times to come, but, dude, Ricky was stealing SIGs forever. Like, <laughs> it makes so much sense. Uh, actually, I, I was at uh, Scott go uh, go ahead no i was just gonna say the best episode of trailer park boys is when they started stealing all the parking meters (laughs) and getting all the loonies and toonies hey i'm not i'm not gonna lie
1: Uh, this is i i haven't done this so this is not an admission of guilt but i have thought about you know because the the laundry in my building is coin op i've thought about just getting a fucking key to the to the quarter thing in there and just like taking my quarters back every time. Just opening it up, get my quarters back and just get free laundry. Um, yeah. But uh I was at Scotty's wedding last night. Shout out Scotty McAnally. congratulations. The last wedding for the year. Uh little break from weddings. Uh but uh Chad was giving his best man speech and uh and shout out Chad. I know you're I know you're listening to this right now. Thank you for the shout out and the best man speech. Your boy got a little call out. Um, He brought up the time that Scott fucking went behind the counter at the gas station and fucking took the dinner dip because the guy was asleep at the counter and wasn't waking
0: up. It, it was uh it was good but yeah i it's, the guy fells, i never heard that story
1: you never heard that story? well scotty uh, Mac. sorry buddy but it's not my story to tell but scott went in one night after like a night out and the the gas station attendant was just asleep behind the counter and like wasn't waking up so he went behind the counter to get a tin and fucking dude woke up like asked was behind the counter and he like tried i think at the story if i remember the, the story correctly scotty you'll have to correct me but he just like dropped it and like ran and then by the time he got back to his his like apartment or whatever the cops were fucking like looking for him no way yeah yeah he got he got arrested That's for it yeah yeah he had to do cuz then that led into the story about how people went home for the holidays or whatever and Scott stayed in buffalo because he was doing his community service for her, and then he he brought a homeless guy home and and the guy, the guy slept in his fucking, in his roommate's bed. His roommate was gone. The homeless guy slept over and stole his roommate's jacket and a bunch of change and shit. and was gone in the morning.
0: Oh my God, Scott.
1: Yeah. You'll have to ask him on Thanksgiving. Those are some great, there's some great stories from Scotty's college days, but anyways, back to where this diversion happened. Um, yeah, it's it's bizarre. We, we I don't know if it's well, no, I, it's definitely feels like it's happening more. But, yeah, we're creating a generation of kids that that thinks there's no repercussions for their actions. And, you know, these kids that are 15, 16 years old breaking into Nordstrom's and fucking Apple and, you know, stealing shit. You know, they're going to find out at some point that there are repercussions for your actions and it's going to be not great. But, you know, if you build a generation of kids that thinks that they can just do whatever the fuck they want, it's just, it's just not good. Just none of it's good. Like I fucking I was this is sort of sort of related, kind of unrelated. But I've noticed how that is like translating to people driving like people, you know, one of the things about like driving cars is like there's a level of courtesy and respect that goes into it. Right. Like, you know, you come to a four way stop sign. There's a there's a you know, unwritten rule about who has the right. Well, I guess it's actually probably written a written rule about who has the right of way. But like, I see it all the time. Now you get to a four way stop sign, you know that you're stopped before the other person and they just fucking go. Cause they know you're not going to run your car into them. And so they're just like, well, fuck this person. I'm just gonna- I
0: saw, I saw a meme or something the other day that said something about how like people don't use their blinkers in Florida. Yeah. And I, this, I shouldn't say the other day because I saw it a long time ago and I've started paying attention. Nobody uses their blinkers in Florida. Nobody. <laughs> it, like, I'm telling you, like, the no other idea. Day, I, was, I was about to pull out of the gas or out of the gas station and a guy was coming, you know, in front of me, like from uh, the right side to the left side. And I was, I had to pull out left. Yeah. Right. So I had to go across the lane to pull out left. And as I was like edging up to go out, this guy was just cruising and he just pulls into the gas station. No (laughs) blinker. Like I was like, well, (laughs) I guess I'm glad I paid attention. Dude, I there's nothing you can even do. It's like I had
1: one like that yesterday. I was I was leaving the gym. I had to go get something for the wedding. So I was like going up this road and it's two lanes on one on my side of the road was two lanes. The left, the left lane is to get onto 91 South or well, to get onto 91 either way. And then the right lane is straight. So there's this woman driving this like beat up, like early two thousands Cadillac Escalade. And she's in the straight lane. I'm in the left lane cause I'm getting on the highway. No blinker just fucking cuts right in front Look, of me to get on the highway. The, best, like, what the, the best,
0: the best, <laughs> The best part about that story is um I feel like this is just a little side note, but I feel like the word and everything like Cadillac Escalade, you know, has been so like ingrained in us that yeah. people think that if they get like an early two thousands escalade that they have like an escalade. Yeah. I've seen like I've seen a lot of escalades like on the road that are, that are just purely being driven because of what they are yeah to say you're driving an escalade
1: (laughs) yeah but this this thing was a piece of shit this thing was falling apart i was like what the fuck lady like and honestly Ben, there are times where i just i think like i just i'm just gonna run into this person like fuck them i'm just gonna t-bone them and it's gonna be their fault And, but judging by the state that the car was in, I was like, well, they probably, their insurance is probably not awesome. So I, you know, maybe not a good idea to just take my car out of commission too while I'm at it and have to wait for
0: a replacement. But, um, little, this is a little, uh, tip and a trick for anyone that is an insured driver and has insurance. If you happen to get rear ended or. Well, that was the case that happened to me. If you get rear-ended, you just go ahead and it's crazy that this had only happened to me at like 29 years old, but I got rear-ended and the first thing I immediately thought was like, oh, dude, I need this guy's insurance. The trick is don't use the other person's insurance. Use your own insurance. Mm. Because It was four fucking months before anything happened. Where, like, if I just, you know, it was like the biggest pain in the ass of my entire life. And I was actually just thinking about this the other day. And it was like, I had never, I was like, oh, if I do this on my insurance, like, it's bad for my insurance. Not the case. Because it was bad for the fact that I didn't have a vehicle for three months (laughs) trying to figure it out.
1: Yeah, Um, actually. Because uh, the only time I've ever gotten in an accident and had to use insurance was, a, I mean, I'm sure I talked about it on here, it was a month after I got in my car. My insurance was pretty quick. They they were not, not terrible about it, but then they jacked my fucking premiums, that, you know, three months later. So, I mean, it, yeah, I get it, it's just a, it's it's crazy what it costs to fix like cars and do body work on cars. Like it was like five thousand dollars worth of damage between my car and the lady's car that I hit, and like like nothing like, major happened. happened to either car. Like I mean, my car got the worst of it, but like you know, I, they buffed the majority of it out. Okay,
0: there's a whole sect of folks who buy totaled vehicles. Yeah. That are very much not really broken at all. Yeah, and then oh, sell them. I don't know what that was. Um, well, just say, uh, just say it was the service or
1: something. It was the service. Sur- <clears throat> it was the service. It's the fucking <laughs> the military. Um, uh, speaking of the military, Ben, that's a decent segue. We, I think America might be going to war here soon. Uh, like actually going to war. I don't know if you saw, we bombed Syria the other day. Um, it seems like, uh, bombing in Syria, it seems like, uh, this is getting pretty, pretty serious now. Um, U S jet, yeah. U S fighter jets strike Iran linked sites in Syria and retaliate and retaliate. Jesus Christ. Let's start over retaliation for attacks on U S troops. So not So it's getting, it's getting pretty serious. Yes, it's getting pretty serious. In fact, I was talking to our, our other, our other helicopter pilot friend Colby last night. And, uh, he's like, yeah, I don't know. He's like, I was supposed to go to Iraq in the spring anyways. He's like, you know, so we might be just headed to Israel instead.
0: So it's, uh, damn, he's going on another tour. Yeah, yeah. No. Is that like that'll be his fourth?
1: Right, two in Afghanistan, one in North Korea. Yeah, a fourth. Dude, no, those pilots, man. You know they need them. Um, but yes. Anyways, the point of that being, that's, is this that's... this is getting seems like this is getting pretty serious. Um, and it's pretty fucked. It's just such a it's just not great to see what's uh
0: well what's
1: coming no it's
0: not it's not great it. at all literally um i went and did a little job yesterday at this at this person's house little drywall patch job and like sure enough like just blasting the news just sitting on the couch blasting the news and i'm just sitting here making like 150 bucks an hour to do nothing and they're just sitting on the couch blasting the news and then he comes and talks, and he's like, "Oh, it's a, I really wish I knew how to do this kind of stuff and all that." And I'm just sitting there thinking, like, "Well, I didn't know how to do this until I watched the YouTube video last <laughs> night, either." <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you, you could have probably figured it out yourself, <laughs> but
1: oh, that is that is
0: hilarious. So <laughs> Dude, that, was, I- that was a. That was my that was my 3 hour stint there yesterday and then I got to go back to sand it. So it's you know it's going to be over a $500 job and whatever. I mean that's just this that's the state of the world. That there's a perfect yeah. example because they want to sit and watch you know this upcoming war glued yeah. to the seat, you know. It's like okay. So that's that is I think is just my Um, he he actually, he kept saying like compliments too. He's like, you know, you're young. Like I, I I was like, I, as I was talking to this guy, you know, I was like, in a way, you know, he's like, Oh, like basically he was bringing up like how I learned to do this stuff and all this stuff. And I was like, well. I, I like cracked the joke. I was like, well, I don't, I don't really know how to do this stuff, but you know, I'm always learning, you know, I'm open. And- like I legitimately said that. Cause he's like, Oh, it looks great. He's like, I'm glad you know how to do this. And I, I was like, well, you know, and I like made it like a joke. Like, I don't know how to do it, but I really don't know how to do it. But <laughs> I think he thought I was joking. Cause like, I could obviously do it or whatever. And, um, he was like, I was like, yeah, you know, I'm just always learning, you know. And that was my, you know, you're supposed to be honest with people. So that's me being like, yeah, I'm always learning. Like I learned this on YouTube last night and, you know, now I'm doing it here for this job. And, uh, and which is like not true because I've done plenty of drywall work, but this was like four patch jobs. And I actually used a technique that I've seen on YouTube multiple times. Yeah. And I I always wanted to try it. And I was like, okay, so I finally did it. But to make a long story short, he's just like, he's like, oh, you're young. If you keep learning, he's like, that's good, you know? And I was just, like, thinking to myself, like, yeah, no shit. Like, it's good. Like, what else would it be? Like, you know? So then, and then didn't I see the other, did did I tell you that the other day when that guy, like, starts talking about the 330 million people and then, there's only so many to do the work. No, and he keeps. No, well, you didn't tell me. I should. Okay. Well, or no, that's fine because that means I didn't tell the pod. This guy is on is on a video with his wife, and mm-hmm. he's he starts talking about the um, the population of America, mm-hmm. and then he starts subtracting out all of the sects, not sexes, sects. Of the population that can't work Mm -hmm. you know like he starts with like 330 million people and then he subtracts the elderly and then he subtracts the children Mm -hmm. and then he subtracts the handicap and then he subtracts the people in school and then he subtracts the um you know he keeps subtracting and after every time he subtracts a group he's like and that leaves so and so amount of people to do all the work right and then he goes to the next one so he ju- he breaks it down in his little video from the 330 million to under a million people mm-hmm. to do the work he's like that you know and i'm just like sitting there thinking like holy shit we literally are entering a time in life where nobody will do anything nobody yeah and then you hear the jokes about the you know we're just living in like like cities are just gigantic farms human farms that's you know or or you hear about these and the reason i say it like that is because like you just have this giant think of a pasture full of cows none of them work yeah i guess cows that like get milked are actually more um important than something that can't do anything meaning like a human that can't do anything like the right. cow is actually more valuable
1: yeah it's uh, I think there's another part of it too Ben that's like um uh people are intimidated by like the thought of doing work and I don't mean from like oh this is going to be hard or anything like that but you just kind of assume that they can't do something. So they're more prone to paying somebody to do it for them. Like uh, uh, I have that, my wine cooler in my kitchen and it's under my counter and I've had the thing for like eight years. So the fact that it even still runs is, is pretty great. But um, earlier this week, the like the like temperature up button Like got jammed or something because the temperature just it just like you know it beeps as the as you press the button so i was like in the living room and i just hear it going beep 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 and so i like walk in and the temperature you know the degrees are just going up on the display and i'm like what the fuck and obviously like i mean you know this is not like a humble brag or anything but there's probably like ten thousand dollars worth of wine in that thing so I'm like, all right, well, I got to get this fucking I can't have my cooler just like cooking all of this fucking expensive wine.
0: I was honestly going to say, do you think there's don't you think there's only 10 G's worth of wine in there? I feel like
1: Probably. I mean, it's only 27 bottles, so it's not like if you include everything in my apartment, it's I don't know, probably closer to like 15 grand, but but the just what's in the cooler is probably about 10. Uh, so I was like, all right, well, I got to do something about this because like I can't just, like, cook all this wine. So I I unplugged it first, and I was like, all right, I'll, like, you know, when I have some time, I'll get to this thing because I figured if I unplug it, it at least, like, you know, it won't get too warm in there because there's no, you know, air flowing in and out of it. It is, you know, it's got like a refrigerator door. It's a sealed door. So yesterday morning – Right, right, right. So yesterday morning – and I I'd kind of forgotten about it. My dad texted me because – my dad and one of his buddies store their wine in an old,
0: yeah, like yeah, that Cold like War military nuclear silo.
1: Yeah. So uh, he, my dad texted me. He's like, hey, if you want, like, you can just store your wine at, at my place, which is fine because I don't need access to most of it. Like most of it's not ready to drink yet. So I was like, oh, that reminds me. Like, I got to take a look at it. I was like, I'll let you know. Like, I'm going to see if I can fix this cooler. So yesterday I just like, I opened the door. I like peeled back the like rubber seal to see like what, like how to take the door panel off. And there's only three screws at the top where the display is. So I unscrewed the three screws. The, the display just pops right out, you know, so I'm holding this display in my hand, and I just like, look where the temperature up button is, like where the connection is. And I just took a, a flathead screwdriver and just kind of like hold it, like, you know, jammed it in there and just kind of pulled it out a little bit just so that it wouldn't, wasn't stuck anymore. Plugged the thing back in before I put it back together. And it was just working completely fine. i just screwed it back in. Good to go. Where like me normally in that situation would have just been like, Oh fuck it. I'll just buy a new wine cooler or fuck right, it. I'll just send right. my wine up to my, you know, my dad's place. And instead I was like, let me see if I can fix this. And it took me no joke. It took me less than 10 minutes to just, you know, pop this thing out. Stick a screwdriver in there, unjam the button, and now the cooler's working fine. So, you know, I just think there's an aversion to All right, well, hey, like so now
0: we're, we're going to help you step up your game a little bit here. Okay. What you do is you go buy a little thing, a WD-40, mm. okay, and keep that in your apartment. And and then after you pop that thing out, just give it a little squirt. Mm, that's smart. Yep. It'll give you give you another eight years Yeah. minimum. That, that's smart. That's very smart. Um, and, and you can put that literally on anything in terms of like,
1: oh yeah, like I know
0: preservation, you know, you can spray it on something that's real dirty and then come back to it and it'll be like, you can just wipe it off. It's, yeah. uh, it's the it's do, it all. It's
1: a do it off to do it all. Yeah. But it's also, okay. Like, here's the other thing is that like, I'm pretty lucky in the sense that I have friends that are handier than I am. So if I need to figure something out, like I can call people. You know, like you would probably be my first go to, and be like, "Hey, like, what do you know about this? Like, how do I do this?" And I know you would either point me in the right direction or tell me to watch a YouTube video. But either way, like, it's it's very doable. Um, plus, it just saves money. It's just smart to uh, to try and do as much. Stuff
0: well, as no, dude, you're looking at it from the wrong. You you were already looking at it from the right perspective, and the right perspective is you got to think about like, yeah, it saves money, but you're also you're learning yourself that like, we don't do enough of that kind of thing. Like we, we automatically assume that something's broken. Somebody else can figure it out. But now if you start to look at things like that, like you take it apart, you fix it now in the future, if something like that happens again, you'll know where to start or know, okay, I've tried that. That doesn't work. You know, it's like, it's the more, you know, that's, that's what it's really about. It's like, you know, it's good to probably dive into something yourself first, always before, you know, you dish it off to somebody else. Cause then the other problem is, and my biggest thing is like the way my brain works and the way I learn and all that is like, if somebody threw a pile of something was like, Hey, this needs to get fixed. I'd be like, Whoa, you know, but if I watched that same thing get taken apart and then somebody had that pile there, I'd be like, Oh, okay. Like, yeah. you know, I don't know if it's like, cause I'm like, like a visual type learner or what, mm. but to me, it's like, I wouldn't want to go send that oh. thing back and then somebody fix it and charge you a thousand bucks and all they did was push that little button out. Yeah. Cuz that's what happens. Oh, totally. You know. Totally. And I mean, but if yeah. you're like, "Oh, dude, I know like I know that you just pushed that out." Yeah. Literally.
1: I mean, there there's like logic and simplicity that gets involved in these things too. It's like it I you know, I looked at it. I was like, "Okay, why why is this is the temperature continuing to rise? Why is this button still beeping? Okay, obviously this button's got to be stuck like on the reception, on the receptor. Like, okay, so I need to get it unstuck. All right, that was, you know, you know a lot of this stuff is pretty logical and I don't pretend to be a, a genius by any means because I do plenty of dumb shit too. But, uh, but anyways, yeah, I think the moral of the story is if you can, you know, we live in a day and age where it's pretty easy to figure
0: out how to do things and, you know. Yeah, they've actually they've done wonders. creating everyone got so dumb that everyone had to make YouTube videos on how to te- on how to fix stuff. And now all these folks have made a fortune making these little videos. Yeah, like, think about all the creators that have made money off of just Dude, doing a I video. Mean,
1: like I, my old car, I haven't had to replace any bulbs in my in my current car, but my old car, you know, was uh to 11 years old when i got rid of it so like obviously the bulbs would burn out and stuff like that and like the uh that like the headlight enclosure was just a little weird like it's not obviously changing a headlight is not that complicated but like the enclosure was a little bit weird so i you know google 2011 hyundai sonata headlight replacement And there's a two and a half minute video that's got like fucking eight million views that you know some dude just threw together and like has monet you know YouTube has monetized it I'm sure and he you know probably gets a, a little check every once in a while for some money but like you know just a two and a half minute video here's how you replace your headlight like just simple shit like that but it is uh, but it also is great for for our generation to be like okay well I want to know how to do this how do I do this okay found it
0: cool easy great yeah plus if we go to war there's no, there's going to be nobody to do anything anyway.
1: That's true. That's true. And it looks like that's where we're headed, but, um, well let's, uh, let's wrap this up I and mean, we'll wrap up a couple minutes early this week and, uh, and go about our Sundays. It's a, right. We had a, like the last like summer day of the year yesterday it was like 80 degrees. It was fucking beautiful. And now it's raining and, uh, not as beautiful, but it's a perfect Sunday to, watch football although i don't i didn't watch the patriots game last week and they beat the bills so now i almost superstitious errors. like yeah. i guess i can't watch football for the rest of the year
0: <laughs> let them let them get back to 500 before yeah i will start, start
1: watching they're they're playing the dolphins so they should be uh should be an interesting one but
0: um all right episode
1: 191 oh quick we got to talk about our experiment so in case anybody noticed last week, the podcast episode name was Taylor Swift. Ben and I talked at the end of this uh, end of the episode about if we could kind of I forgot sh- about that, kind of trick the algorithm, if you want to call it, into getting us more downloads by using topical title names. And while it did do better in its first week than like eight other episodes, like like eight more recent episodes, or excuse me, eight older episodes. It didn't explode, so I don't know if that experiment really worked. It kind of worked, but not not to the degree we we thought it would. So, I'm just going to go back to doing applicable names for for the podcast
0: episodes. But a bad idea. But, but here, you know, no, you I think it was a good idea. in just Israel, yeah. and it's a real topical. You know, if yeah. we just stayed current with the week. <laughs> also, we don't know how those people work. Those Swifties, you know, they they may come in. Yeah, I mean, they make, you know, they, we might leave wake it up. there. We yeah. might there's wake 100, up next week. hundred million, million downloads. Yeah, right.
1: Exactly. I mean, we get a hundred million an episode anyway. So oh, that's maybe right. Maybe like we get 330 million. million.
0: <laughs> Dude, maybe a billion. <laughs> One billion. Uh, times.
1: That'd be hilarious. Um, But all right, Benny, good job. Great talking to you, buddy. Love you. Love you,
0: bro.